now it's Just Plane Radio. Yeah. The show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. I can fly. Take me to the Brought to you by JustPlaneRadio.com. It's your lucky day. Your aviation resource on the information super skyway. You got a plane. Call Just Plane Radio toll free now at 888-884-2FLY. And the sky's the limit. That's 888-884-2359. Sir? I'd like you to take the helm, please. I'd be glad to. Greg, your co-pilot, that's me along with Captain Dennis. We are your crew for Just Plane Radio, the show devoted to the aviation lifestyle and learning to fly. And a uh, matter of fact, we're going to fly over to the Bahamas uh, here next week. Uh, you'll hear all about it, hopefully, if things go well. If they didn't, well, maybe it'll be slightly delayed or it'll make for even a better show. <laughs> but uh, we will see. We brought in some reinforcements to help us out with this uh, this process to fly from Florida to Bimini in the Bahamas, where Dennis and I are going to do some uh, diving with uh, great white, or not great white, great hammerheads. Uh, but they are going to be the size of gray whites, 15-footers. Uh, they're uh, cruising around the island. We're going to get in the water with them. I kid you not. We're insane. Uh, and obviously, if you've heard the show before, you know this. Now, uh, we've brought in those reinforcements. we got uh, Tom Haynes from uh, formerly with AOPA and also RV Tom, uh, who flies an RV. And uh, they come on. They're going to share some uh, antidotes and maybe some tips. But, uh, Dennis, you've brought out a uh, a ringer so to speak that x is an expert on taking your personal uh, aircraft over to the bahamas is that right that's right i brought arturo from flash pass onto the show today because uh, as you know going out of the country involves a little extra paperwork mm-hmm. and i hate paperwork and having to jump through a bunch of hoops and going into a bunch of different uh, customs and border patrol facilities and things like that. Right. It's much easier to just use an app. Yeah. And it Arturo is. came up with this Flash Pass app a number of years ago, and we used it to go to the Bahamas on that first trip. And uh, the app has been improved, continues to get better. And uh, that's why we wanted to bring him on and see if he's got any other tips for us on how to make this crossing as painless as possible. Well, Arturo, welcome to Just Plane Radio. So you have obviously done this many, many times, and uh, I assume that's how the app came to be. That's right, guys. First of all, thank you for inviting me to the show. Honored sure. to be here. And uh, yes, back in 2009, Customs came up with the bright idea of complicating uh, international <laughs> travel for pilots, uh, right. Part 91 pilots crossing the border. And uh, we came up with this solution because we needed it for ourselves. And what started like a little hobby became a small business. And it's not something we can retire on, but we have a lot of fun. And we have been doing this since 2009. How about that? So this app, you can just download it to your iPhone or Android, I assume, and it helps you get your Bahamian uh, homework done. That's right. We have three flavors of the app. We have the Android version, we have the website version, okay. and we have the iPhone or iPad version, which is the one we, re- we most recommend. And Dennis, uh, have you already used this for our trip? Are you getting ready to? What do you think? Yeah, I actually uh, went and pulled up the app, and it still had all of your information in there from the last time we went over. Um, I did have to update my address, though, because that sort of changed since the last time I uh, flew internationally. Right. But uh, yeah, it's going to make uh, filing the, the return paperwork to get back into the U.S. a lot simpler. Going to the Bahamas is actually pretty easy. You don't have to pre-file to go across to the Bahamas. You just have to have three copies of the form and a $50 customs processing fee and mm-hmm. a few little things like that. 
that's pretty easy. It's coming back to the states that you have to jump through all the hoops. And that's what this automates for us. Oh, it makes okay. sure that we get the manifest and everything uh, input into the customs uh, and border patrol computers. And then, you know, it's still on the pilot to call ahead of time. We'll have to call Fort Lauderdale Customs Facility, uh, you know, an hour before we get there and let them know that we're coming inbound and get their initials of whoever we talk to. You know, there's some basic hoops, but at least all of the online stuff can be done with the app. You go and put your passport in ahead of time, make a manifest of what airplane we're taking, who's going to be on the airplane push the buttons and boom, it's all filed automatically. Yeah. Arturo, how do people get this? Is it an app you purchase or you just go to the website and it's free or what? Well, how does this work exactly? So yeah, there's several ways to do it. I mean, if you want to use the iPhone version, it's as simple as going to the Apple app store, looking for flash pass on the search tool and download the app. You subscribe and you get a 30-day trial, a fully functional trial. You get some frequently asked questions documents. You get the tutorial. You have everything you need. We even call our customers. Every customer that signs up, we give them a call and we give them a short briefing of what to expect. And uh, if they have any questions on their first try, they can send us a preview of the manifest so that they can double check it before they submit. Hmm. Uh, You have to remember that there's some stiff fines if you make a mistake, like a passport number or something. It's $5,000, so you want to be very careful when making your APIS. Right. And uh, flashpass.com, is that the website you would go to or where? The website is flashpass.com. Net, N-E-T. Net. Okay. And, uh, but you can also go to the uh, Apple App Store, download the app, install it, and click on uh, create an account. It'll take your account and the information, and you're good to go. But those fines you're talking about is mostly for the paperwork coming back to the States. The Bahamas won't find you like that, will they? Or does it yeah. go both ways? These fines are for U.S. Customs. If, they, if, if you forget, for example, to send an APIS when leaving to the Bahamas, when you're coming back they'll get you landed in, in florida they'll get you yeah they get <laughs> you coming and going if they can customs yeah so you better get your uh, homework <laughs> done properly they don't accept you know excuses like oh the dog ate my paperwork or none of that kind of stuff a nice feature that we implemented a few years back about two or three years instead of typing all the little information in your passport the number your name everything you can point the iphone camera to the actual passport and it'll scan it in like half a second nice so it takes care of the speed and it takes care of any typos that you might come up with right right yeah like you said they don't uh they don't accept that you accidentally put in the wrong passport number or anything like that they could still whack you pretty good if you don't get it right the first time that's right yeah now i remember when we did this uh i don't know it's probably been what a couple years dennis since we did this it's been maybe even more than it was four years ago yeah we did it right after sun and fun one year right but it was very smooth when we did it then i mean we really didn't have any issues but as far as using the app you still have to print out some like hard copies especially when you're going into the bahamas you think or or no how's it work yeah the bahamas is still not doing any electronic filing right it's you still have to have the the paper copy of the c7 and the c7a forms and Mm -hmm. things like that okay but it's U.S. Customs that's gone all electronic now. we got to make sure we've got all that stuff filed properly. Right. So going into the Bahamas, Arturo, you'd print out some of those forms that you help with uh, the Bahamas Customs a little bit, too? Yes. Let me explain. So when you submit your APIS, the app is smart enough to know where you're going. So if you're going to the Bahamas, it will automatically send you the customs forms for your flight pre-filled with all your flight information. Mm. So you would only have to print them out, take them along with you. 
showing to the customs officer and boom, you're done. But if you go to Mexico, the app is smart enough knowing you're going to Mexico. So it will send you some basic Mexico forms for your trip. Yeah. Uh, I was going to say there's been some uh, back and forth with the Bahamas because they're trying to implement a system that's called Click to Clear. Have you guys heard about it? Yes. They tried to launch it. Yes. It didn't launch too good the first approach. Then they pulled back and they're trying to regroup. I think. Is that where it is at the moment? Yeah. Yeah. They, we got a call from the Bahamas customs guys and we uh, met with them in, in Oshkosh in Air Venture this past year. And they're going to try again. So I'm guessing that this is going to go forward in the next uh, few months. Uh, it's not a very simple system, but we're trying to talk to them, see if we can incorporate Clip to Clear into FlashPass so that once you submit your APIS to the U.S., it does the Bahamas automatically. We're well, working on go. that. Yeah, there's nothing. There's nothing uh, set in stone, but uh, maybe we can do that. Well, that, that's what you're there for. You're you're there to to make things a little easier at FlashPass. Uh, check it out. Download it to your phone. Take advantage of it. I mean, it'll tell you things how whether it's you know click to enter with the Bahamas, whatever they work out there, or. You know, you're flying to the Bahamas versus Mexico. It'll probably even tell you, like, hey, you need to pick up a couple bottles of tequila versus rum. I don't know. Maybe that's something for an update, too, there, Duro. All right. Well, thanks for the update. We appreciate it. We're going to put it to work and uh, report back accordingly on Just Plane Radio. And you have a great day. Okay, guys. Thank you very much. There you go. Thank you, guys. See you soon. Well, I think we're well on our way as we attempt to fly over to the Bahamas. Tom Haynes, formerly with AOPA, as well as RV Tom might have some input on what we should expect and how we can make this track just a little bit easier next on Just Plain Radio. Just Plain Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Approach the great and powerful Ross. Uh, Dennis, uh, Hangar 18 down the street. Smilings! The great and powerful Ross knows why you have come. Okay, uh, some spark plug wires and washers for my Mooney 201. Silence! The magnificent Ross has every intention of granting your request. Great. But first, you must prove yourself worthy by bringing me a stick from a Cirrus Vision Jet. You know, I'm not a fan of the whole flying monkey thing. I think I'm going to call aircraft spruce and specialty. Oh, okay, you got me. Uh, just a man behind the curtain with a aircraft spruce catalog. Pretty cool, though, huh? You don't need a wizard to find parts for your plane. You need Aircraft Spruce and Specialty. Supplying the aviation industry for over 50 years. Aircraft Spruce and Specialty. Call 877-4-SPRUCE. 877-4-SPRUCE or go to aircraftspruce.com. That's aircraftspruce.com. Whether you're a flight student, an experienced pilot, or simply an aviation enthusiast, there is a place for you as a member of the Aircraft Owners and Pilots Association. Join AOPA to get the latest general aviation news, safety resources, and technical support you need to sharpen your skills and become a central part of the nation's vibrant general aviation community. Learn more about becoming a member at AOPA.org. That's AOPA.org. Do you have a message or product you need to share with the aviation world? Well, look no further than Just Plane Radio. Just like you, thousands of aviation enthusiasts are hearing this message. And we could be talking about you and your product or service as early as next Saturday. Remember, a terrible thing happens when you don't advertise. Nothing. 
go to JustPlainRadio.com. Send us an email and let us get to work to make your marketing message matter. with Just Plain Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. All right, guys, here we go. We got top seven answers on the board. Mid-flight, you'd hate to hear the pilot say, RJ. We're going to crash. We're going to crash. All right, Paul, we need this one, buddy. This is your chance. Howdy, folks. This is your captain speaking. Sorry to inform you that I'm blank. Lost! (laughs) I like that. Lost! This is Just Plain Radio. Gregor, co-pilot, that is me, along Captain Dennis. We have uh, Tom Haynes. Formerly with AOPA and also RV Tom, who flies, well, an RV uh, 7, right? No, 11, 12, nine. a nine. 9. It was one of those numbers. There you go. 9. Okay. 9, 9, 9. All right. Well, all these guys have uh, experience flying to the Bahamas. And uh, and when I say Dennis and I have this as our plan next week, it's really Dennis has his plan. Uh, I actually have a uh, a commercial flight ticket. And so I'm planning to fly over commercial from Fort Lauderdale to Bimini, and he's going to meet us over there in his uh, Mooney 201. And then if things go well and the weather looks good, maybe I'll hop a hop a ride with him on the way back and ditch my uh, commercial flight back. I don't know. I don't know. Could there be some, uh, uh, I don't know, immigration or issues there for me if I do that? They don't usually like you doing that kind of thing, Dennis, do they? Or do we know? Or is that a question we I should ask? I don't think it matters Toro. as long as I, yeah, yeah. Well, as long as we've got the AAPIS uh, done correctly, we've got your passport number listed and stuff. It shouldn't matter whether you came across on a commercial flight and went back privately. I mean, how many times has uh, uh, people like Walt and uh, Neil gone over on a boat and come back on somebody else? You know, on a commercial flight or something like that. So right. I don't think that part matters. But you'd better make sure that you got the paperwork filed when you do come back. Okay. Well, we'll figure it out uh, or end up in uh, the pokey uh, one way or another. Now, Tom Haynes has done this, uh, I, I would imagine, quite a few times. You've you've flown all around the world, but you've uh, went from the U.S. over to the Bahamas and back many, many times in your uh, aviation career, yeah. haven't you? What do you think? I have. In fact, I've lost, I've lost track, to confess. Yeah. Um, I couldn't tell you how many trips, but a bunch over the years. But, you know, geez, you know, Fort Lauderdale to, to Bimini, you could swim that. What, That's you're, right. You're getting on an airliner and mm-hmm. uh, wonder what it is, like a caravan or something that they run back and forth. It's got to be something pretty small because it's just it's well, a, what, uh, less than 50 miles. Actually, the uh, carrier that we're flying is Silver Airways, and I think they, they fly something that's like a 30 or 40 seater, something in that range. So I don't know. That's okay. it's not a King Air, is it, or is it? Could it be? I don't know what. It is. I think it's a Metro Liner. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. But it's a regular service, something like that. Yeah. Okay. That they, they it's not very far. Yeah, but they also have yeah, that, uh, Island Air, or it's something like that, and they run those uh, caravan floats. Tropic, Tropic Air. Air. There you go. And they yeah. run the caravan on uh, floats and that kind of stuff. So, you know, they do have that service as well. But we're going with Silver Air. Uh, with a, a group of other divers, and then, like I said, Dennis is planning to meet us over there 
and Bimini to, uh, you know, enhance the party, so to speak. But this flash uh, uh, pass thing that uh, have you used that yourself, Tom? Tom Haynes, what do you think? Yeah, I have not, but I was certainly curious about it. It's been a couple of years since I've been to the Bahamas, and our, um, but Arturo's uh, app sounds really very interesting. So next trip, I'm going to definitely have to check that out. So, but uh, interesting, you're going to South Bimini. That was my the first stop in the Bahamas for my first trip to the Bahamas, which was in December of 1990. Wow. So that gives you a sense of how long I've been flying to the Bahamas. Okay. Uh, well, that was anyway, a was, while ago. We, yeah. Mm-hmm. It was an in- interesting time. We did uh, 12 islands in five days. It was for a story I was working on about flying to the Bahamas. And yeah, it was a, a, a big adventure. We had all sorts of, of things go wrong, including um, getting chased by uh, DEA agents in Black Hawk helicopters over on Cat Island. So anyhow, it's, it was it was adventurous, let me tell you. Okay. Well, you weren't supposed to carry cargo to fund the <laughs> yeah, trip. Yeah, yeah. What, what kind <laughs> well, of things were you they stowed we away? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Right. Well, back yeah, then, well, we anything also went. St- yeah. <laughs> yeah, really. It was yeah, a lot of drug running through there in those days. <laughs> right. And uh, But, you know, we had a photographer with me. We got stopped in, actually, in Bimini because he had what they thought was too much camera gear. And uh, and then later, uh, we got stopped multiple times for that when we were moving among the islands. But, uh, yeah, most interesting was Cat Island when we were doing an air-to-air photo mission around the island. So two airplanes flying in formation, just getting photography. And apparently that raised suspicion among the DEA, who at that time had a big radar aerostat on Grand Bahama. And uh, they apparently saw us, and they came dashing over in their um, in their uh, Blackhawks. And they... Oh. they chased us to the ground, basically, uh, slid the door open with the machine guns and guys in dark uniforms and uh, told us to get out of the airplanes and all this sort of thing. And it was quite an adventure for a few minutes, let me tell you. Wow. Well, that's pretty cool. I mean, uh, yeah, well, yeah. you got a great story out of it at the bare minimum and probably need a new pair of shorts or whatever you're wearing <laughs> at the time, too. But, uh, but yeah, I don't know. They, uh, they have streamlined the process. I, I've been over to Bimini many, many times. And that uh, South mm-hmm. Bimini uh, landing strip actually is pretty nice. But it's no different than flying in, you know, Podunk, Florida, you know, like a little small right. airport in, uh, in Florida somewhere. So it's actually pretty easy. And you just uh, you just operate like a non-towered airport, don't you, Dennis? Isn't that how it was last time? Yeah, there is, there yeah. is no tower. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm interested to see the improvements they've made because I was told that they have actually repaved the runway since we were out there. Oh, really? And that was the one thing that, that stood out to me was how rough the runway was when we were uh, out there four years ago. Do you remember right. bouncing yes. down the runway and... It's a little you know, gravelly. Literally getting prematurely airborne. Yeah. Right, right. But a little bit more like rusty. Uh, yeah, they've cleaned it up a little, huh? Yeah. Yeah, well, they probably have because, you know, they, investment. They, they do have, you know, a major, uh, you know, like casino-like hotel on the north end of Bimini now. I mean, it's it's so much different than when it was back in like the 90s uh, when you're talking about time. So, but, but it's interesting because the south side or the middle part of Bimini is still pretty, you know, classic. It's Alice Town. The main uh, downtown strip of uh, Bimini is still very much like it was many, many years ago with a historic uh, landmark called the Complete Angler, which burned down like 20 years ago. But the place where we're going to be staying is called uh, the Big Game Club, and it's been there forever, and it's a, a probably a historic landmark in its in its own right, but it's been you know renovated, and it's a, a real 
real nice uh, hot spot for boaters coming over from Florida and participating in fishing tournaments and things like that. So you still have some of the local island charm that has been, you know, maintained uh, there. The End of the World Saloon is uh, I heard is, is back open. It's a famous uh, landmark uh, watering hole that has a sand bottom, you know, no floor. And uh, outside of it had a uh, phone booth or a, like a little phone station where they filmed the ending scene of Silence to the Lambs. So the guy who eats people and all that kind of stuff, yeah, he right. picks up the phone and talks to someone at the end of that. It's right there in Bitman. Clarice. Yeah. Clar- uh, right. Yeah, you, you got to do that. We'll have to go over there and maybe have a cocktail. And I don't think the phone's there maybe. anymore. Maybe. Exactly. Right. Yeah, they used to hang underwear from the walls and stuff, too. I don't think they do that anymore. But, hey, we could bring the trend back. And on that disturbing note, we'll take a break. More coming up on Just Plain Radio. Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Imagine traveling twice as fast as you can drive. Imagine taking friends and family snorkeling, surfing, skiing, shopping, and more to exotic destinations. Imagine attending business meetings in cities far away and still making it home at night. Or just imagine exploring the wild blue yonder. Quit dreaming about it and get to it. There has never been a better time to become a private pilot. And flight training professionals in Orlando will show you how. Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is your full-service flight school. A state-of-the-art flight simulator, a fleet of the latest Cessna aircraft, and a staff of full-time seasoned flight instructors are just a few of the many reasons Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is the place to start your aviation adventure. Call 407-896-0077. That's 407-896-0077. Or go to ftpros.com. That's ftpros.com. You are now clear for takeoff with Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. We'll take this plane, for example. This 80-ton chub of metal, seat cushions, and Bloody Mary mix has no right to be soaring through the sky, but along comes Newton explains something about the airflow over the wing creating an uplift, none of which makes a lick of sense, but you got 82 passengers back there who believe it so fiercely the plane continues its journey safely. And what's keeping us aloft? Faith or Newton? If the plane goes down, Remember where the love was found If the plane goes down, down This is the world's first radio show devoted to aviation. Yes, Just Plane Radio, Gregor Copilot, Cap Dennis. We have uh, Tom Haynes and RV Tom, who of course has an RV. And uh, he's been to the Bahamas. I hadn't been uh, over to the Bimini or the Bahamas in your RV yet. But I would imagine it's on the list. Is it, Tom? What do you, What can you tell us? Yeah. It is on the list. I get a little more familiar with my RV and uh, maybe update my avionics package yeah. for them. But I've been to the Bahamas uh, oh, in years as a as a general aviation pilot. Just just haven't gotten around to it. 
Right. But you, you uh, flew for United uh, for years and used to go over there quite a bit. And uh, I would imagine it's not much different, especially as far as uh, communi- communicating with the various towers and stuff when you're uh, flying international like that, isn't it? Or what do you think? Well, well, international, uh, when, I, when I flew with my original airline, New York Air, then we merged with Continental, then we merged with United. With all three of my uh, previous carriers, you know, I just went over, all the paperwork was always done for me. I just, uh, you know, just flew the airplane in, all paperwork to manifest, load plan, right. everything was done for me, and load up the passengers. Now, we did have layers in the Na- uh, NASA a lot of times, and that was like a, a stand-up stand up overnight, we called it. We, we got in there in the morning. We were there for about eight hours, so obviously we couldn't partake in any adult beverages. Mm-hmm. And then we fly back that night. That was a lot of fun. Got to explore the island a lot like that. But, right. Uh, you were never, never greeted by to, uh, DEA, though, when, in your travels uh, <laughs> flying around the Bahamas, were you? Like Tom Haynes? Uh, what do you think? Not in the, not in the Bahamas, but my, my previous life before that, when we flew missions for the Navy, I worked for a company called Flight Internationals. We, we flew MU-2s and Learjets, and uh, we flew in the... A lot of different places, and we brought a lot of good guys into bad places and would stay there and then uh, leave in the middle of the night. But that's another whole story saved for, for another show. Really? Well, because I wanted to go there or myself. the end of the world bar. <laughs> yeah, well, exactly. That could happen. Yeah, actually, my first uh, personal flight over to Bimini with uh, Captain Keith at Flight Training Professionals. We flew a Baron over there. And uh, one of the things he kind of reiterated to me when we got there, uh, before we came back, he's like, we got to be extra careful on the uh, walk around before we fly back to the States. I'm like, what do you mean? What would be different than any other, you know, uh, pre-check flight thing that you would do for any flight? He goes, well... You got to look a little closer and like the, you know, like the, you know, in the cowlings and stuff where you look for bird uh, nests and things like that. that We're always told to check out for And when when you're in the Bahamas, or at least at the time when we did this, he said, you want to make sure that you haven't stashed any weed or (laughs) any other illegal substances. We don't want any square grouper. uh, Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, that's another element or, you know, thing you have to take into uh, consideration to be careful that someone hadn't set you up to, you know, bring something, you know, home extra that you're not aware of. So you got to be, uh, I don't think it's as big a deal now, uh, or, you know, or it, it's not really an issue, but, uh, but it's something to be aware of. I mean, we did that last time, Dennis, remember me telling you that we, hey, we better check your plane before we just, uh, <laughs> we did know, a very, very thorough, yeah, very thorough pre-flight. Right. Yeah. Cause if you, yeah, you don't want to be that guy, uh, Tom well, Haynes, and- you don't want to be him. <laughs> and greeted. Well, and remember the bunch of remember folks. the pre-flight yeah. activity we had to do last time with the duct tape. Do you remember having to do that? I do. Our twelve-inch uh, end numbers, right? Yeah. Fortunately, we won't have to do that this time around. That's you know, right. we've got the the new got the new vinyl uh, sticker. Or, yep. So mm-hmm. that should make that process a little smoother going back to right. We don't. Uh, I mean, we'll still have some duct tape in the airplane. I would imagine, right? You can't fly without it. Well, that's deal. just for the passenger, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, wait a minute. I think it's me. Hold on. Uh, so, okay. Question right. just answered itself. Moving on. Moving that's gonna on. hurt. That's gonna hurt coming off. Yeah, exactly. But uh, but as far as flying over there and going back and forth, I've done it several times. This will be Dennis's second time, I guess. Right? Because that was the first time he flew. Yep. 
And, um, I mean, you feel pretty good about it, especially with this flash pass thing. Uh, that's going to make things uh, pretty easy. And now you've already done it. And so the initial, you know, that uh, scary issue of, like, you know, that first time is always a little bit more anxious, I think, uh, uh, than anything else, don't you think? That, that kind of applies? Yeah. What? I think it does because we everything was new to us. It's like, okay, where do we go at the in Bimini to go to the customs? And then when we came back to Fort Lauderdale Exec, it's like, you know, we just show up on the ramp. It's like, do we take all our stuff with us now? Do can we go inside and get a cart? You know, we really didn't know what the process was, and and they weren't very helpful either, which you know, big surprise. Uh, but I think we're getting ready. I mean, I, I've ordered my custom sticker. I saw the. I got an email that says it's shipped. So maybe we'll even have the sticker to put on the plane before we leave. Um, but if not, I've got a copy of the receipt printed out and stuck in the airplane already, so I can prove to them that we bought the ticket. We've been. I've been to the Bahamas.com slash flying, printed out their checklist, their pilot's guides. I've got hard copies of the forms. Uh, talking to Arturo from FlashPass during the commercial break, uh, he mentioned that in his app, he's got a bunch of useful links in there as well for us that can actually... Uh, walk you through some of the processes of creating those manifests. He's got a list of airports of entry. So the phone numbers are all listed there for us to be able to call customs, all sorts of things like that. So I'm, I'm trying to, you know, do all my pre-flight preparation because I don't have a dispatch department that's going to do the manifest for me like Tom did. <laughs> yeah. Well, exactly. Yeah. That's what, that's one of the benefits and, of flying a commercial Tom Haynes. What do you think? Yeah, no, that's great. I, and, and and don't forget, Dennis, AOPA has some great resources on its website. There's a whole section dedicated to flying to the Bahamas. And again, a lot of checklists and, and uh, overviews and that sort of thing. And then the AOPA also has the island guides, which are one, one dedicated to the Bahamas, one dedicated to the rest of the Caribbean, to the Caribbean, um, where detailed photos of all the airports, color photographs of the airports and uh, all the airport information and all the uh, a lot of the resorts and that thing associated with each of those airports on each of the islands. And um, and then there's also um, a chart, a digital um, chart of the Bahamas, of the islands, almost like a sectional. So anyhow, a lot of great resources out there. And, and that's the great thing about flying to the Bahamas. I mean, a lot of people are intimidated because they've never made an, uh, a flight internationally as a GA pilot. And the Bahamas are really easy. I mean, it's only 50 miles to Bimini, clear customs. And then once you get there, man, you can just fly the whole chain. And it's mm-hmm. real, it's, 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 and the water's beautiful. Uh, it's also warm, <laughs> which yeah. gives you maybe a little bit of comfort. <laughs> and, uh, and, you know, it's just a fun place to fly. And every, everybody should go do it. it, it it's well worth the trip. And, the, well, and, you and know, a lot of people get scared off that you're flying out over open water. You know, 50, you know it's 50 miles to Bimini. But, I was just out this weekend with a neighbor doing practice approaches out in Sarasota. And one of the approaches took us nearly 50 miles offshore. We actually crossed the Adas just getting set up for the approach. So, you know, this isn't that difficult. But I'm not going to discount it. Still make sure you got life preservers and things like that. But it is a relatively, it's a baby hop, you know, compared to flying, say, to Cozumel from here. You know, it's not like a two-hour over open water. Right. If you've flown it's, over Lake Michigan, you've flown further over open water than you will to, to Bimini. True. 42 miles. Well, and and yeah. Lake Michigan is much colder. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, yes. exactly. But yeah, you don't want to get in the water regardless. You know, but look, the people in the Bahamas, they're friendly. They'll help you when you land. You may not want to get off the uh, aircraft and say, okay, bring on the cavity search or anything like that. But, <laughs> uh, but you know, they're very friendly and, uh, and all that kind of stuff. And they're there to help you, you know, make your visit, uh, you know, enjoyable. It's better in the Bahamas, as they say. And we're going to find out next week. All right. We got much, much more coming up on Just Plain Radio. Just Plain Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. With Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Hey, I'm Scott Fitzgerald. You probably don't recognize me because I'm in corporate. So am I. This is corporate. <laughs> Little too much so, if you ask me. <laughs> I, I try to have fun, right? I mean, you know, but we're not, we're not landing planes here. Our company manufactures aircraft landing gear systems. Yep. Uh huh. Well, I am going to fly us over a few more drinks. <laughs> This is Just Plane Radio. Gregor Copilot, that's me, along with Captain Dennis. We got RV Tom helping us out, and uh, formerly with AOPA, Tom Haynes. He still consults. He's a man of of many stories when it comes to aircraft, and we're glad to have him along to help us out uh, navigate uh, the latest aviation news and information, and just discuss uh, a couple little tips, last minute tips before Dennis. Uh, heads over to the Bahamas, plans to meet me in Bimini, and maybe I'll fly back with him, uh, assuming his first flight goes well and everything's good. And he reports that it was smooth sailing. Oh, yeah, I'll hop on board after that. I'll let him work out all the kinks, and then I'll jump on board. He, and plus, he doesn't really want me on the aircraft going into the Bahamas because he knows what has happened in my past. I am uh, I, I'm actually kind of a big deal in the Bahamas uh, because years ago, I was flying with a group, and it wasn't me, but I got blamed, uh, guilt by association, so to speak, for trying to import rum into the Bahamas. We brought rum into the Bahamas. Bahamas is known for rum. That's where rum pretty much comes from. And uh, one of the guys I was with decided uh, we, there might not be enough, so he, he pur- purchased a bottle of rum, put it in his dive gear, we flew it over, and it broke on transit, and we got into customs in the Bahamas, and uh, the people there were laughing hysterically. Uh, hey, hey, who's the idiot who tried to import rum into the Bahamas? Don't you realize where you're going here, people? And uh, they they found it wildly uh, amusing, and uh, it created quite a stir on the entire island because, you know, as soon as we realized what had happened, they said, okay, go ahead, idiots. <clears throat> we... Uh, you know, we had to make a detour on the way to the hotel to check in to, you know, pick up some more rum since we didn't have any. And as soon as we walked in the liquor store and started looking around, the guy behind the counter goes, hey, are you the dumbasses who tried to import rum into the Bahamas? It had already uh, circulated through the entire island of Bimini. <laughs> they had some dumb tourists trying to bring rum into the island. So, yeah, 
I'm kind of a big deal. Hey, that's, uh, I don't know. You don't want any of that notoriety, I guess. Right, Dennis? Is that a fair assumption? No, I don't. I, in <laughs> fact, I want to bring some good rum back. Uh, right, that's Bacardi what you do. Negro that you and I got last time, that... That'll be delicious, but I am going to make sure I bring a couple a uh, couple of bottles of mix with me. As as Tom will attest, um, I have plenty of Diet Coke on hand here at the hangar, and so I'll make sure I throw a couple of two liters in the plane so we have plenty of mix uh, right. to get us through the week. Well, they have plenty of that stuff, too. You don't even need to do that. they got everything and then some, uh, especially in Bimini. Uh, we got more than enough. Now, are, are you prepared with your Mooney 201? Do you got to do anything else to... Uh, prepare for this flight from you know first off i should say are you going to leave from fort myers where you live and fly straight through or are you going to have to stop in fort uh, fort lauderdale first and uh and do a skip like that or or what are you thinking i'm actually planning on leaving directly from the air park i i really want to do it just you know literally close the door on the on the hangar yeah. and take off and my next stop is the bahamas right that's my goal um so i'm going to make sure i have the plane gassed up and everything i want full tanks out of here so that I don't have to worry about stopping and picking up gas along the way or anything. Right. The way back, obviously, we have to clear customs first, so there will be a stop in Fort Lauderdale on the way home. But mm-hmm. I'd like to go nonstop over to Bimini. Yeah. Uh, Tom Haynes, uh, you hear any uh, issue with that type of approach, or is that what most people can do? I mean, I didn't know if you got to figure out a, a stop before you fly over. I mean, if you're coming up from the Keys or... Yeah, say you're in Orlando even, you really don't have to, do you, or do you? Uh, like stop in you know, no, South you, Florida first. As as you, no, as long as you filed your paperwork on, and you got the life jackets and the rafts and that sort of thing. A lot of people need to stop um, in like uh, Fort Pierce or someplace like that and pick up a raft or uh, that sort of thing because they don't have one, so you can rent them. Right. But if you got all that, um, then yeah, you can just take off and, and go. When I, you know, It was many years ago, the first trip I ever did was we left from Brunswick, Georgia. In, a, in an Aztec and flew all the way to Bimini, uh, that was our first stop. So excellent. Um, yeah, you can you, you can do it that way. Coming back in is the is the more challenging part, where you do have to stop at the first port of entry. Coming back in from the on the east coast there, right? And uh, Arturo actually gave us some advice uh, during the commercial break before he signed off there. Uh, you know, a little earlier on, and said we should actually file what two or three different places coming back in case we had a weather issue coming back. You think, Dennis? Or what do you think? Yeah, if the weather's looking like uh, it might be that we can't get in, you know, if there's thunderstorms or something on the eastern uh, seaboard there, um, he recommended maybe filing um, multiple uh, EAPISs, um, maybe one for Fort Lauderdale exec, maybe another for Stewart, and possibly, you know, even Naples, and then figure out if you need an overflight permit or not. But at least then you don't wind up coming in and landing at a different airport because you had to divert and then having to explain to customs why they don't have the paperwork. And, you know, we don't want to give them any more options and excuses to give us a cavity search or, you know, a wallet flush. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I was kidding earlier when I say, say uh, don't land and, <laughs> okay, bring on the cavity search. Yeah. You're, you're, it's a joke. I'm choking. I don't really encourage that kind of stuff. It wouldn't, doesn't sound like a good way to start no, your no, Bahamian you and I vacation. You colonoscopies this year. Exactly. We We've we already had hours done. Yeah, that was bad enough. But uh, as far as doing that, if, if you uh, did have to divert, what would you do? Just cancel out the other two or they just expire or, or what on those uh, return flights like that? Dennis, what do you think? Yeah, I think they just expire out. I don't think we have to actually go in and cancel them. Yeah. 
Okay. What about the? Uh, but again, I mean, that's a question you can get answered once we get on the ground. Yeah, but you do you have a lifeboat already? I mean, uh, or are you going to have to borrow uh, RV Toms? What do you think? Do you need one? Well, during the commercial break, yeah, during the commercial break, uh, RV Tom did mention he's got a six-person life raft, so I might have to work a trip over to uh, Merritt Island into the uh, before we go over and, and pick that up. Yeah. Um, all I've got is life jackets, which. Legally is all I need, but, uh, you know, if anything were to happen, uh, having a life raft instead of, uh, you know, hanging out in a, in a life jacket would be definitely be a lot more enjoyable. Mm-hmm. But given the, the work that Pinnacle did on that engine, I'm pretty confident that we're going to make it 15 mi- uh, minutes <laughs> over to the Bahamas. Yeah, well, remember, we're going over to dive with like 14, 15 foot great hammerhead sharks. So I would prefer the lifeboat. Uh, just saying, <laughs> you know. I mean, his life preserver would be fine, and I'm sure they'd leave us alone. But when you get up and close up close and personal with these animals, it's uh, you know, despite how you feel about sharks, which me and Dennis love them, and we get in the water with them, uh, I still wouldn't necessarily want to be floating out in the ocean and uh, after have to put your plane down for whatever reason and waiting for hours and have one of those cruise by like, hey, oh, it's just a shark. Wait a minute. I don't want to be here. Where there's one, there's more. Yeah, exactly. Uh, What about that RV, Tom? Is this on your list, too? I mean, you you scuba dive. Uh, Have you ever wanted to do the Great Hammerhead thing? Or is that uh, beyond your scope of of diving skills? What do you think? No, not at all. I'm looking forward to it. But you're talking about the Bahamas. Actually, when you say RV, Tom has an RV airplanes, but also as RV is motorhome. Right. I'm getting my motorhome. Ready this morning and last night. We're headed down to Key West for two weeks on Sunday to go diving. So we'll be down there at Boyd's Campground. And uh, my friend Danny, uh, a 777 guy from uh, United, he's also going to meet us down. He's bringing his boat down. He's got two brand new uh, 200 horse Suzuki's. So mm. I want to see how his boat performs those Suzuki's. So we'll be diving all next week, too. We'll kind of be in, in the same ocean, just a uh, hundred some miles apart. Yeah. Next week. Well, I mean, with a boat that yeah. fast, you could just hop in it and cruise over to Bimini and join us, you know? No, not, not at all. Probably, well, from Key West, it'd be a little bit longer, but uh, it wouldn't be bad. Um, yeah. I bet you'd have the Blackhawks following you over there, too. Well, yeah, especially yeah, if they you know think? who you're associating <laughs> with, you know, but hopefully yeah, they yeah, haven't cool. been listening today. And on that <laughs> reassuring note, we're going to wrap it up. Till next time, remember, there's no better high than learning, than to, learning fly. to fly. Just Plain Radio is brought to you by JustPlainRadio.com. I say we take off and nuke the entire site from Morbid. Your aviation resource on the information super skyway. It's the only way to be sure. Just Plain Radio is a production of Overboard Entertainment Incorporated. Just Plain Wrong. Remember, you can listen live or to archives of past shows worldwide over the internet at JustPlainRadio.com. I'm going to leave my people up to the radio tower. So tell a friend and take off every week with Just Plain Radio. I'm going to make a call. The show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle.
Listen up, everybody. I have some news. The opinions you just heard on Just Plain Radio are those of the hosts, callers, and guests. We are screwed. They are not necessarily those of any station or network, its management, or advertisers. A little too far across the line. There are many factors to consider before learning to fly. What is your problem? So make sure you do your own research and get the proper instruction before your exploration into aviation. Thank you very much, sir. Have any questions or comments? Feel free to do so via the web at JustPlainRadio.com. 